Shulchan Aruch Harav, we are in the middle of Simen Kuv Chavdal Aruch, Alacha Yudal of section 124, middle of the 11th Halacha. And we were discussing the different opinions of whether one must hear uh, the blessing being recited, um, know which blessing is being recited, and the difference if one is obligated in this blessing or is not obligated in this blessing. Um, and the last thing that we said was, was as follows, that uh, some opinions say that when the brach is not obligatory and somebody knows which brach is being said, even if the reason for the, uh, the person saying this brach was was to enable others to fill their obligation, like, like the repetition of Shemadasri, one should not respond Amen unless he hears it in the same manner as if he had desired to fill his obligation by listening to it. Um, because as we explained, the whole reason that the Chachamim were Mitzakin, they ordained that the Shalech Tzibah should repeat Shemadasri, uh, is to enable somebody who's not knowledgeable to fill his obligation. And as a condition for this, uh, the whole Shul, the whole congregation has to listen quietly to all the brachas from the Shalech Tzibah and say Amen. So, there's an obligation to hear Shemana Esrei being repeated by the, by the Sheikh Tzibar, even if one recited his own Shemana Esrei, which in fact today, uh, that is universal custom that everyone davens Shemana Esrei, if they know how, um, and everyone today has a, has a Siddur and is, is able to generally to do so. Um, so nonetheless, as we learned, everyone, even though they daven their own private Shemana Esrei, has to answer Amen. Now, when it comes to the blessings for the communal Torah reading, by contrast, one may respond Amen, even though he did not hear them. The reason is, for the distinction between the, um, the blessings by the Torah reading and Shemana Esrei, or the repetition of Shemana Esrei, is that these blessings were not ordained for the sake of the congregation, but merely because it is appropriate that one who reads the Torah publicly should recite a bracha. Though there is an obligation for the congregation to listen to them, as we explained in Mitzvah Shem in section 139, the blessing is basically recited for the reader's sake and not for their sake, as are the blessings of Shemadasri. Now, the Chatechila, as an initial preference, weight should be given to, to the view cited above, and one should take care to listen to the Sheikh Sibur as he recites the blessings of Shemadasri. Let's say somebody is not able to listen to them. For example, he was davening Shemadasri in a whisper, and when he finished, the Sheikh Sibur completed one of the blessings. So then he should respond, I mean, if he knows which Rachel was said. He should respond Amin with them even if he did not complete Shemana until many of the congregation has already responded Amin. Now, the Rebbe says here in parentheses that one should not respond Amin in response to Amin, but in response to a bracha. And it must be said as soon as the blessing is concluded. Otherwise, that is, as we learned yesterday, yesterday, uh, Amin, you say, man, orphaned Amin because it is not connected, not clearly connected with the bracha because of the delay. It has to be said right after the bracha. So you have to say Amin right after the bracha, not after someone else says Amin, that's too late. Nevertheless, if most of the congregants have not finished saying Amin, he should respond together with them, even though there is an interval between the end of the blessing and the beginning of his response. Since most of the congregants have not finished saying Amin, the concept of the blessing has not been completely uh, completed entirely. Because saying Amin is also part of the bracha, as will be explained in Mitzvah Shem in section 167. By contrast, after most of the congregants have finished saying Amen, even though a minority are still responding at length, their extension is of no consequence for one who prolongs the recitation of Amen more than necessary is acting in error, and hence the concept of the blessing has been completed 
entirely. In the parentheses, Alter Rebbe says, one would begin responding Amen at this point. It would be an orphan Amen since a long time elapses between the end of the blessing as sounded by the person reciting it and the moment one begins to respond. Though the congregation's response of Amen is also part of the bracha, one should not respond after their response, for Amen should not be recited in response to those who say Amen, but in response to the person who recited a blessing. If, however, there is no interval between the end of the blessing and the beginning of one's response, one may say Amen after the congregants respond Amen. Suppose, for example, one heard someone say Amen in response to a bracha, and he knows which bracha was, was, being, was just recited. He too may respond Amin immediately afterwards, provided that the person who originally res- responded did not prolong his recitation of Amin to the extent that congregants do. Their response of Amin is prolonged because they cannot synchronize it so that they all start and finish at the same moment. Now, Lasvara, okay, there's a certain authority who says that even if most of the congregants have finished saying Amin, and even if they're all finished, one may recite Amin afterwards, and this is considered as responding to the blessing, since they all began immediately after the blessing, provided he responds immediately after them. Now, with regard to actual practice, Lamaisa, everything depends on the length of the interval between the end of the blessing recited and the end of the response of the listeners. Similarly, with regard to Kadesh, Kedush, and as long as most of the congregants have not completed their response, one may respond with them, even if you heard nothing from the Shliach Tzibar, Mitzvah will continue and conclude this halacha in the next year. This concludes today's year.